It is easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. Today is my son's birthday. He just turned five. And I think about Frederick Douglass quotes, wondering how he'd advise a strong child should be built. I was manufactured by a belt, assembled by abuse. My spirit was broken like that one Christmas when you realized the truth. My discipline was deliberately drilled, each lesson like a rivet, fastening me to the consequences of my incorrect decisions. My father treated punishments like inventions. He was creative with corrective installs. Whether it was walking home in the rain or squatting with my arms out against a drywall, each correction came with pain until my flame made a withdrawal and blew up the broken home. A broken man stands here with y'all. But if the black future's architects are comprised of broken men, how can children be built and who will repair them? Welcome to the Podical Sons Podcast, episode 40, 40, 40 Club. Um, I am here, Lance Newman, with my brother from the same mother and father. Y'all give it up for B, uh, nope, no, no, brother Brandon. <sighs> Lance, that was fire. When did you write? Obviously, I was, I was waiting for the podcast to start to say happy birthday, happy birthday to LG3. Boot, uh, Boondi, uh, mm-hmm. Lance the Third, um, uh-huh. but th- that poem, like, how? When, when did you? I write didn't that? even. No, I didn't even finish it. It's so funny. It's one part. The set. The next part. I'm gonna say it real quick because it just fired. The next stanza. Today's my son's fifth birthday. I spanked him on his butt three times. When it comes to timeout, he sits for 15 minutes plus 15 pops on the hand for stepping out of line. Raised my voice like 30 times. Told him to hush oddly more. Crazy how I'm calculating discipline, and next year I'll be 34. So people ain't gonna get that. You know, you're gonna have to rewind that. Yeah. I wanted to get it on wax so people do the math uh, for that stanza. That stanza is hard, boy. I got to 30 with different things. But yeah, no, he's, he turned five today, um, and we've been dealing with a lot of disciplinary things with him. Um, the, I, I, I guess five year old stage is like a very hectic and um like uh you know volatile age apparently i, I didn't have this trouble with zoe but apparently like Lance the, uh, me. terrible terrible twos and like the furious fives yeah or something yeah. like that is furious five a thing no I'm, i made it up but well, it should be a thing now yeah i mean i, I definitely i card is turning two in two months three months and i definitely see that change but i think it's also you know mom said recently because michelle's been freaking out about the next baby coming and she was asking like how i was and she was like well he was pretty he was just the easier baby and i think that to be true to it too you know what i mean obviously with zoe uh mm-hmm. she was i mean was an easier baby i still remember the time that you called me telling me about you crying uh, and not being able to console Zoe when she, before she was even one. Yeah, I was and about I to was, drown her. Yep, yep, yep. That's about to drown her in the tub, bathtub, y'all. Yep. She, Zoe was two years old, crying. Her head, not even two years old yet. She's I, like, I, stand, I was, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I stand corrected because I said specifically before she was one. No, but, it was before she was one. It was before yeah. she was one. It was just terrible. I didn't know what to do. It was very sad. And you remember that phone call, huh? That's funny. Yeah, I mean it's 
I still remember the day you called me and told me Zoe was born. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe it's like the paranoia of how African-American women are treated in hospitals. But, like, birth scares the shit out of me uh, generally of, like, because, like, things could go wrong. But, obviously, they go right so frequently. There's so many people in the world polluting and whatnot. But it's just very scary to me. But I was driving to school. Uh, I was driving to class. I'm senior year at Notre Dame. And the motto was on. And you text me, uh, so I've always been able to pinpoint "Take Care," uh, the album, the motto from Drake. Uh, how's it? I'm the fucking man. Y'all don't get it, do you? Type of money, everybody acting like you need. Uptown New York City's beans. My Spanish girls love me like I'm out to the. Tell Uncle Luke I'm out in Miami too. Fucking stunting hard. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know the song. So that song was on or popular when uh, it was it was no it was on it was on on the radio when I was like driving to class and you hit me told me Zoe was born and I was just like whoa like everything's different and everything kind of is I was telling Michelle the other day I was yeah. like growing up fucking sucks like this is yeah. like like because you're obviously like still just like the seven year old in your own mind yeah there's so many things and responsibilities to do but shout out to the homie cole he got me lined up before i uh, came down here to florida we're coming to you guys on zoom i know you can't tell because the audio is so good uh <laughs> we're coming to you guys on zoom um right now but cole tweeted the other day i'm never i've never been really good i've never made good decisions with my free time that's why i always stay booked and busy and i was like uh, that's like snap 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 to that um yeah. but yeah no, parenthood man like the- I, I mean yeah, I mean, Boondi just Boondi just turned five, and uh, basically Michelle's one centimeter dilated, and it's what is it nine or twelve till the baby comes? Like, it's it's real out here. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. We got a we got a wedding this weekend. I'm glad you introduced me as brother Brandon. Uh, when we were at uh, Quillen's wedding, Evan like jokingly like, "All right, brother." He's like, "That's what I'm talking about, brother Brandon." And I was like, "Okay." It's like when like that's funny. your siblings like kind of call you by your little moniker and like little yeah. nickname thing that it's you chose. Uh, right. But in the very brother Brandon style, I'm actually going to be getting two weddings in in 2021. Wow. Uh, I'm going to be uh, marrying. Uh, Naeem St. Fort and Amy Paulson uh, this weekend. Their uh, officiant fell through because he got sick with bronchitis. I am ordained. And I I, I got the script and I know what I'm doing. So last second, last second, but I'm I'm, I'm marrying somebody this weekend. I got got to ask, you know, because like Aunt Vanessa's thing was so quick like do you plan to like be longer than 15 minutes with your ceremony or are you gonna keep it tight like she did so the first one i did it's all about what the couple wants right because you have their meeting with a couple and kind of think talk to them about you know what they want to do how they want to do it and uh shout out shout out to uh kristen and sean hurley you just usually say supposed to say the men's name first but you know f that Uh, (laughs) they wanted the ceremony kind of quick uh, I purposefully dropped out a, a specific stanza um, that was just kind of like fodder at the top, uh, and I thought it was going to be messed up, but we did it at a golf course in a country club in Chicago, Illinois, uh-huh. and right after they said, you may kiss the bride, they kissed, and there was like, there's like horns that go off at golf courses if you like yeah. go too far, if you're like, you're like off the, the beaten path, yeah. and that shit went off 
right as I Perfect. said, at, right after they kissed. And it was like, crazy. oh my God, it was time that's perfectly. Crazy. Like, oh, that's it was, crazy. It was. So that's why you kind of like, Shit. just kind of lean on that. But um, Amy sent me the script and it is long. So uh, I'll be reading. Uh, yeah, and I'll right, get into right, that right. mode uh, very soon of just kind of, you, you want to give them. You need the to read it a couple times. Get. You need to read it right. a couple times. Well, no, no, I'm not going to memorize it, but I am going to read it a couple times. I like my big thing. I don't know about you for, for memorizing lines. I love rewriting. Like I have to physically rewrite everything that I'm going to say. It's like a muscle memory. Yeah. I don't know if it's like visual learning or whatever. But yeah, I so I'm I'm, I'm I'm memorize um, my lines for Romeo and Juliet. Right, right. And how? Did, what about? No, we're not going to get into that. Um, I was going to say, what about your? No, um, no, 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 no. We're here. staying on this. Like honestly, B, I got to tell you. Um, when you first told me you were ordained, right? I was like impressed. I was like, oh, wow, Brandon's ordained to be a minister. And then, like, Lil Bootsy got it. And I'm less impressed now. So, Shout out. Uh, I don't know. And you I don't, think, you don't, it's, it, you can, you can, huh? He got Go the ahead. little black card. He got the I little black card. I think, I think it's the same church that you got yeah, just Univ Yeah, Universal Life Church. Okay. My wallet's downstairs, but I'll show you. But yeah, that's, I mean, it is like, it's one of those things that, like, probably any and everyone can do i just found out recently because we were figuring out if i could like step in um because weddings are so crazy and there's all kinds of things that change you can plan all you want but you can't help you know you can't control all the variables but anyways uh there's like three states that don't recognize universal life church so i oh. imagine boozy can't marry those people in there he's got to turn down that money uh that's so funny no it's weird i was like um I thought it was so interesting, and he's doing it for seventy-five to a thousand dollars to have Lil Bootsy officiate your wedding. Seventy-five dollars to a thousand dollars. Seventy-five thousand dollars. Seventy-five thousand to a hundred thousand dollars. Yes, that's how much it costs to get. I don't Lil even. I, I I highly doubt if he even charges that for a feature. I don't know if, if I would. Shout out to Lil Duval because he just got him on a song. Like I would, I I I would not pay him that much to officiate my shit but i'm not a big bootsy fan you know i imagine <laughs> big bootsy i imagine it would be also i want to stay on the topic you said um people having kids and populating uh the world and like um or polluting the world right elon musk you see this he came out and said that um elon musk came out and said um contrary to what popular people or people believe we need to have more kids there's not enough workers on the planet they say that there's they said that like all the smart rich people they have been uh kind of feeding bs and again this is elon musk coming on you know he said other smart billionaires you know they're telling you we need to limit population and all this other stuff he said the fact is we don't have enough workers people are dying off and we don't have people to work and then the reporter said oh is that why you have 11 kids and then he laughed and said i like to lead by example wow well i mean couple things because i do have i do have issue with that because he is talking specifically about white people mm, no i'm no but oh, okay. okay actually actually no i think my issue with it is i don't know he i don't think he is talking strictly about white people i think he's you know speaking into existence this like slavery mentality where like the more people the more people can buy the more people can like in this commerce world like the more that it, while we're talking yeah. about specifically like saving society as it is and like uh, preserving versus like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. getting more yeah, people to work. Like 
you know, more people to work. Like, yeah, okay, that's it. Feel it's funny that he would uh, <laughs> that he would come out and. and, and it's say funny that. that he got eleven kids. I didn't know he had eleven kids. If he had eleven kids, people would be like, like if he was black with eleven kids, like a billionaire with eleven kids, that would be like the forefront of knowing Elon Musk. Like we wouldn't know nothing about Tesla. Isn't it we weird? Know, it would be like black man with eleven kids owns billion dollar company. Like that's what the headline would be. I didn't even right. know dude had like. Honestly, full circle, full circle to how you started the poem. Like, gotta be being led by some broken men, including dude. You know what I'm saying? Including dude. Like, yeah. there's no way he is who he is and is a good father. But we also said he's a, like alien or tra- time traveler. So who yep. knows what dimension those children are li- live in? Exactly. 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 <laughs> it's like uh, Shang Chi. We talked about a little bit before. We're like. The younger, like, immortal guy is, like, talking to the old people. Like, young man, you stay, you watch your tongue talking to me. That's crazy. You know, like, <laughs> That's crazy. He coupled with humans and had a baby, had 11 children, because it's 11. 11 is, like, a powerful number in alien mm. dialect. You know what mm. I mean? I can see that. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. But anyways, that's that. That uh, the the thought of children. My favorite. Uh, I'm on a work call every morning, uh, nine thirty. Shout out to brother from another on NBC Sports and Peacock. Uh, brother from there's a, there's a there's a wide variety of ages that are on the call. People that we work with and, and things like that. And I'm sure all the people without children are like rolling their eyes. But there's like a 31 year old who doesn't have a kid. He's a man. And then there's like a 24 year old just turned 24 and a 22 year old. Uh, these two are are, are uh, women. And every time Courtney or I, Courtney, she has two children back to back. Her oldest is same age as Carter. One of the other guys is the exact same thing. Other guys are just, you know, have like kids in college and stuff. So anyways, every time we get into our parenting bag, I think we're doing a, a service to the younger people on the, on the call because they're like, like they see the kids because like we're taking zooms from calls so sometimes carter's on the on the call and sometimes mm-hmm. her kids are on the call and stuff and they leave thinking like i am not ready for yep. that smoke and yep. like yes yes you're not no, you're like not. i don't know who i don't know who is you walk in faith um but uh and you walk that everything's gonna you go trust that everything's gonna be okay lance has a 10 year old and a five year old which is so great lance you have a 10 year old and a five year old yeah, I've been a parent for ten years. I told, I told, um, I give it like once you once your kid turns five, you give parenting advice unsolicitedly, like like unsolicited parent advice. Like I'll just be in a room with people, and I'll be like, somebody will like mention something about kids, and I'll say something about my kids. I'm like, you got any kids? They'd be like, no. Nah. I'd be like, all right, keep it that way. I always be like, you know, hey, make a decision. Don't play with that. Or like they'll be like, no, nah, I ain't got no kids. I'd be like, yeah, don't 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 play with it, man. It's it's real. That's like synonymous with the, uh, and not synonymous. I need mean, to stop using big words. I saw something about using big words. It's like a, just proof of how much you don't know. Uh, you can't make it plain. But anyways, uh, I think I, it, that's when you say that, it makes me think of um, how everyone over the age of 40, when they give you directions, they can't help but give you like streets and mm-hmm. like like tell you, it's like Louisville's different because there's a lot of relative location in Louisville. It's yeah, like, oh, yeah. take a ride at that second KFC. Right, right, right. But, but. Like here, like we're driving around. We just moved into the, this new place, and uh, Michelle's mom was like, "Okay, so you're gonna go on Weber, 
go down Weber by yeah. half a mile, then you're going to take a left on Tuttle. And then when you get to Tuttle, you're going to, to get to main lane, you had to cross B Ridge. So yeah. there's a big stop like, it's like, listen, I got my GPS up like right now GPS. as you're speaking. Like, <laughs> like as, as you're, you're speaking, I'm looking at the little blue line. I'm, I hear you, but like, I'm not listening. I think that's I think that's a good theme for the podcast. I think we're going to like throughout the podcast. Let's talk about different things um, that you do over 40, like when you're 40 and oh. when you're over 40, you know what I mean? It's crazy, Zero, man. G- yeah. Like Zoe's 20 or Zoe's. Oh, my God. Zoe's it's 10. So, and, Zoe's and 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 yes or not yesterday like last week i accidentally called kingston 14 i said you're about to be 14 and i was like and in my mind i stopped for a minute i'm like that's 10 years ahead 10 years you're gonna be 44 10 years you know you're gonna be and you know this is gonna be that and zoe 10 years always gonna be in college you know what i mean it's like maybe college college might not be a thing in 10 years you know what i mean like biden judge you see that you see biden go back on his promise uh, yes yes I, i'm actually it, it's it's funny that you bring it up because i'm i feel like i'm still trying to like sit with it like i'm still like i'm still coming to terms with that was that was reality the first because the first thing i saw of it was somebody retweeting it and someone saying okay who's gonna be the next one like <laughs> like let's get this dude up out of here he said he's gonna do so he said he's gonna do it and he's not and i am i have a very minuscule uh, look at the, the words um amount of uh debt left for mm-hmm. and i've enjoyed this covid break of not paying mm-hmm. um which has been extremely helpful which ends i don't know if you guys know yeah. uh sally may is now navient and i think navient is even something else now broken into two different little sub companies uh angel investors whatever the hell and they uh it's starting again december 2nd or january 2nd january february. 2nd is it february yeah, I was already at February. They start like they're gonna start asking again. Yeah, well, ain't no asking. They're gonna they're gonna start demanding again. But yes, it's so um, funny. Like, what do you want to tell Joe Byron? You see, Joe that? Byron. No. You seen those? Bing bong. You see these dogs? Uh, you see these dogs in the yard? Just know upstairs, I'm going hard. Bing bong. Do you, you know what Bing bong is? Uh uh-uh. uh. Stand, uh, it's go. It, it's you're right. It started from New York. It is a. It's like it's the New York Knicks, uh, like call, like chant, chant this year, or, or like big, um, what is it called? Like rallying call, like oh, okay. you know, like a little, okay. like Ball State's chirp, chirp. There's is Bing Bong, and it was because right after they won the first game of the season, and they like showed all the fans outside. And everybody was like going crazy and saying a bunch of stuff. And then one dude just came out and was like, bing bong. But where it derives from is the subway doors closing. That's hilarious. Isn't that hilarious? Like, hilarious. Like, yeah. So I love that bing bong is everywhere now. Dude, no. I See, I saw it from a, a TikTok dude went viral, like interviewing random people on the street. And he said, what, what do you want to tell? <clears throat> he said, like, what do you want to tell Joe? He said, who's the president right now? The homeless dude said, Joe Byron. He said, what do you want to tell Joe Byron right now? He said, take me out on a date, baby. What's up? He said, hey, yo. Right. So like, it's this, that's it. It went TikTok famous. And like, that's how well, I that's, know about it. Well, that's how Bing Bong got viral. It was like a TikTok. It was yeah, Nick's TikTok. That was uh, speaking of some weird stuff that's going on in like different things. One of my people that I work with, uh, one of the hosts of the show, 
his in-laws is in town his wife his wife's his wife's mother's from puerto rico and she travels with her two birds like she travels with birds and he's dealing with them in the house and the bird talks it's like a parrot that like says random stuff listen to this shit He said he calls him Pedro. I love you. Could you imagine a gray parrot in your home chastising you? Like, I, I, they, they, they played that on the meeting this morning. I said, that's some goosebump shit. I said, you got to get out of there. It's like, that's some, like, are you afraid of the dark, scary shit? Carter doesn't talk yet, but they're called talk. kids. What are you talking about? What I'm saying, they're called kids. Like he doesn't, he's not, he's not in the repeating you, like saying what you say oh, or saying what songs parents. say. He's not, he's not parroting yet. So like a parrot, like you think it's creepy, but because I have a ten year old, I've been through the stage of like your. You don't keep your kids in a cage, and, huh? and your kid is also not an animal. So you don't keep your kid in a cage, and your kid yeah, is not an animal. And people like treat they, them like that. Right, like if you got a bird, you got a kid. Like you got to, it has to be like True. flown. It has to be like taken care Absolutely. of. Super crazy. Yeah. It's like you know, in she particular. Got static at TSA. But I get, I get what you're saying. No, literally, I, it's a child. It's not an animal or a pet. I get it. But I'm saying, like they say the same. Like they'll say, I, like Lance will be like, I'll say, Lance, get your um, stop playing so much. You'll be like, boy, shut your mouth. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, yeah, yeah, who yeah. are you talking to? You know what I mean? It's yeah. like one of those things. I'm convinced that Carter's saying shit now because uh, mm -hmm. of just like a general like shit. Damn. Yeah. But yeah, no, but I'm just, the, the, I just, I put, I was just trying to push back against you rationalizing this, this scary parrot in my, my uh, co-worker. Well, now parrots are scary. Birds are scary in general, right? So like, I, I feel you. Made a whole I, movie I, about I, it. Alfred, Alfred, Alfred Hitchcock, one of the best uh, horror movie directors made a whole movie about birds. And nobody has like done another horror movie about birds. And I don't know why, like Crow, I guess. That's so true. No, like, no, you know. There's, there hasn't. Really I haven't even been. seen an adaptation, film adaptation of of uh, scary uh, of the Raven, Edgar Allan Poe. Well, there was Birdman, uh, starring Michael Keaton. He won the Oscar for that. That was a pretty good film. Was but that with the birds? Stylistic. He was. It was like one of those like antihero storylines where like you couldn't really tell what was real and not, but everything felt real because it was like the entire movie was a tracking shot following like one single shot. Yeah, birds are fucking like scary. Yeah, birds, that's, birds, yeah, that's birds the moral of the story. I told you, I was in PRP's parking lot in high school, and I heard some wings. I heard like, and then like I turned my head to look, and I saw like this flash, like this black flash. I felt after the saw the black flash, I felt wind, and after I felt the wind, I smelled feathers. Right, and then I look up, and probably two hundred yards away is like this peregrine falcon. Right. Stop. When I tell you my heart, I ran to the building. You know how you park on like outside in the front of PRP and like three, four, yeah. five parking lots back? I was like five yeah. parking lots back. I ran to the front door, Brandon. It was by far the scariest like encounter with an animal I've ever had. Let me say this. I'm glad that the story went the way it did because I was thinking that you were going to um, 
basically repeat the story that I had in my brain, and I don't know if I had told you before, but NPRP's parking lot. Don't you know, like, seniors have their own parking spots? Yeah. I Same was, thing. I was in my car, and I was sitting in the car, listening to music, probably drought three, and I saw a bird swoop down outside my window, and I looked, and I just, I didn't open the door, I just looked outside, and a, a one of those Kentucky Peregrine birds Falcons. was tearing up another little bird right that was right outside my door and it was like plucking at it killing it and like eating it and oh i couldn't God. move I, I left i had to drive away because i couldn't <laughs> get out and what was i gonna do that was crazy it's the same it is the same bird i, t- I, t- I tell it's, michelle all it's the exact same bird fucking with the newmans I tell Michelle, I was like, now that she's been in Kentucky long enough, or Louisville specifically, uh, so we got to talk about Kentucky. It's been in the news a lot today, oh just, recently. Um, yeah. But I was telling her that living in Kentucky feels like a city was put in the wilderness or like in the wild. <laughs> like you're very, like you, funny. you feel like, like the, you know what I'm saying? The wildlife yeah. is so real. Yeah, Not it's even prominent. Some, like deer shit. It's like, but it's like, oh, you are coexisting with nature because that's where they put these houses. Yeah, seriously, seriously. And the animals haven't gone anywhere. They just found ways to hide type shit. Like, right. you know, well, raccoons, let's, let's, possums. Let's, let's, let's use this as a, as a segue because on the way down, driving to Florida, uh, Louisville in the Midwest experienced a very severe tornado storm. Uh, I believe it was Saturday, Friday night. Uh-huh. Yep. Friday night. Um, last Friday night. I don't, I, don't, I don't know the date, early December. And it was... I was packing for the trip to Florida and everything was just kind of really wild. Like it, it was like, it felt like you were under attack type shit. And I was mm. worried about Carter waking up cause of the storm. So I woke Michelle up and I was like, Hey, like it's crazy outside. Like then she was like, okay, Brandon, like we'll turn on the weather channel and you'll be okay. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm trying to tell you <laughs> something's going People on. People are I'm- dying. <laughs> They're, they're, the rapture is outside. Wake up and pray with me. Wake up and pray with me, Michelle. Right. I was like, I was like, I don't know if you're understanding the severity of the situation right now, but I think you need to get up and turn the weather channel on. Like, like I said, I'm cool. Like, I'm not even watching it. I'm just letting you know the elements. Like, I was downstairs and I heard everything upstairs. So, anyways, we drove down, bro. Going through Bowling Green. Mm trees completely uprooted like big mm-hmm. strong oak trees snapped in half barns mm-hmm. that you usually see in those open fields destroyed like mm-hmm. we drove through bowling green to head down south the first hour and a half uh you know because obviously in Louisville, yeah, you yeah, go yeah. Through Kentucky, driving. yeah bro it was like devastation that next day like on the roads because I, I, I saw oh. i kept thinking i was like thank god we don't live in like a open field because that's usually where the tornadoes start but living in yeah. detroit too or growing up in our time spent in detroit we've experienced tornadoes and like the realness of, of how shit can go but I, I was i was like no like i was telling i was like no 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 i just want you to know that if i come back again it will be basement uh Go to the basement where there's no windows time. Like I'm just, I just wanted to yeah. preempt when the, have the a, oh shit moment. When we have a tornado in Detroit, you don't remember that? No. It was, I mean, it was when we was growing up. It was one summer. Um, Chandler Park Drive was completely devastated. That golf course oh, was tore shit. up. I remember looking outside and I seeing a mini tornado just going down University Street and like seeing debris like in a circle. It was wild, bro. It was like I that was my first that. time. 
it was my first time just like oh my god like like nature could just tear this whole shit up at any point in time but anyways talking speaking to joe byron joe byron went to visit kentucky and set with the devastation um and he did that today i believe and there's been a relief funds and people are trying to you know help out kentucky arkansas uh, I'm trying to remember the other states that were strongly affected, but it was, it's one of those things where like, remember in LA when like the fires go on and people or people would text me and be like, Hey man, you good? The fires and stuff like that. It was one of those moments where like, I was, I heard people reach out to Michelle's in-laws asking if we was okay. Cause they know right. we was in Kentucky type shit. But yeah. Yeah. Latoya's people's from Jamaica. Hit her up. Damn. Damn. Yeah, that's how it really was. It was it was real all around. We were we were like so Saturday mornings or it was Sunday? Saturday morning. No, it was Saturday wait. Saturday, Saturday morning, morning was, was like the devastation and stuff. So right. like Saturday morning stuff. The day after. The day yeah, it was the day after we was talking about it a little bit and then you heard it on the news and you heard like how many people uh died. We hoop on Saturdays and then we also hoop Sunday nights. So Sunday night uh, we hoop in a union hall, like a Ford, a, UA, a UAW. His UAW is all around the the country. That's the one but, that that you guys actually go to that I know about. I think so. Maybe it's only it's okay. Fern Fern Valley Road. Yeah, yeah. By the the Waffle House and the McDonald's. So Sunday night, they got like stupid supplies all in the gym, like taking up, you know, like donations that people don't put in. Uh, they left the door open. Damn, for real. And you know, it was still it was still stormy after that, right? Like that Sunday yeah. night, it was still storms. With it was like drywall hitting people's cars. So like we had to stop. What? It was like checking on their cars and stuff like that. It was still, it was still wild, man. And you know, hey, man, uh, just I hate thoughts and prayers. But you know, I mean, like best energies to everybody in uh kentucky you know bowling green and they said mayfield got hit real hard it's like Mayfield, that was where the, the candle the candle factory was where i believe 11 10 10 people at this point in time or the last time i checked 10 people had passed they were working there that night uh and they didn't go home because of threat of being fired they said that they, they said that you will, right. will fire you if you go home i didn't how know crazy that was the case i didn't yes. know that was the case because all I kept thinking about was how, uh, who, what about the guy who skipped work to get some trim and and you know saved his life? What about the, the guy that like quit? Life? What about the guy that quit? It said this storm is so crazy. Your supervisor standing in front of the door said, "If you go home, you are fired." And then be like, "All right, peace," and like goes home and like finds out that they got hit the most and people died. And you know, what I mean, like the survivor's yeah. guilt. That would be crazy, man. Yeah, I'm I, I'm actually sensitive to like the whole thing because I was on the field. I don't know if you remember uh, a videographer at Notre Dame died in a windstorm. He was on one of the scissor lifts, like yeah, like lot lot yeah. lift above the yep. field and was filming practice. And he was on the defensive field with us, Declan Sullivan, RIP. And he, it's not that he asked and was denied. He was just so afraid of the re repercussions of coming down uh, because of the power structure that you know is around yeah. most football programs uh especially at Notre Dame and we went to dinner that night or that yeah and we were just looking at his tweets and his facebook like he was on social media like i'm scared to death up here like like i think i'm going to die like it's just crazy 
I think Last well, this is a good time to like remind everybody, like go with your gut, go with your gut and say fuck Man. it. Like, like go with your gut and say fuck it. Like, it, not it, even fuck it. Intentionally go with your gut. Like, listen, bro, you got to say fuck it. It was like the my gut. Job. It's like you see right, a storm right, right, outside, right. you know the rapture is coming, and your boss or somebody, your loved one, anybody is saying, you know, hey, don't do it. You know what I'm saying? Now, right. I guess this that's a that's a two sided coin, right? Because like people with schizophrenia and you know other mental health problems, oh, yeah, probably yeah. you 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 don't you right. don't say fuck it and you know right. you don't. But if your uh, if your gut is constantly yeah, if to your the gut hospital. is con- yeah yeah yeah, if your gut is broken, do not follow your gut, right. please. Yes, please. Re- renege on that comment if you have a bad gut. Um, that's been a big thing too did you see that our cousin uh committed suicide or it's our, it's our cousin's cousin so it's like alana i'm maryland yes. and, um, um i think it's their their cousin yeah i mean that was that was that was the day before the tornadoes or something like that right and i think yes, i heard the day before t- tornadoes and he wrote on facebook did you see the message no, I, I don't. I haven't yeah, opened Facebook yeah. in a long time. What do you say? Or what is the message? Uh, I mean, it was it? just, it was just, he, yeah, it was, it was cryptic as hell. Um, but he said like one thing that really stuck out to me he was like, there is so much comfort in knowing when it's your time, like knowing when you're going to go. Damn, crazy, right? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. And I then, mean, you had that crazy experience with the with that roommate that or that roommate that. Uh, floor mate in college where you knew that something was off and then that person committed suicide um and then you talk about fucking it you just sat there and smelled the body uh for days on end uh talking about scarred scarred men um but that is i i don't i can't don't you know when you hear things you resonate with them like that doesn't resonate with me and i and i'm and i'm trying to figure out why because i i don't i don't see that I don't, yeah, I'm interested. I'm interested in that being a, some peace coming with knowing it's your time. But obviously, yeah. that's coming from someone who maybe has a bad gut when it comes. Or, to no, no, I think you have. A, I, I think you have a good faith. Like you don't like you're, you know, you good. Like <clears throat> when you when God calls, you know, you'll answer, and I feel like you'll be like, yeah, like whenever it's whenever whenever it's time, yeah, it's time. Whatever it is, yeah, but, but like, I don't, I don't. Know but for somebody that's like scared and doesn't know when and like. Mm you know, always in the street or hungry or, you know, living in poverty or um, not even none of that. Maybe having mental issues to where, like, the only thing you hear every time you wake up is Fran Drescher saying, honey, 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 you know, just over and over. Or, like, being able to hear electronics. Look, I got some, like, lights, some of the lights that I use. When I plug them in, I can hear the frequency. Like, I can hear the the buzzing. Imagine if that was like five times fold. Like, I, I wouldn't be able to take it. I absolutely would not be able to take it. And the all the comfort in the world would know, like, being able to know when it's going to stop. Um, I got this news report right here. All the I got this news report. Um, Switzerland suicide pods now suicide pods now legal in Switzerland, providing users with a painless death. So. I think this is so interesting, right? Because I've been right on this podcast a lot, Brandon. I've said that before, that we were going to have, um, that people were going to have suicide boosts, like Futurama, because I believe that 
The Simpsons, just like they predicted things on The Simpsons, Futurama being the episodes from the future are also predicting things that are and will be in the future. So that being said, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of here for that. I'm here for these pods. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think you and others are obsessed with power and and also exact and you being in charge of your life and and the things around you uh so much that that would make sense why you you know find the value in that i just don't um because i think there's some things that you're not supposed to control like the weather shit like that like i just think that there's um i think the pursuit i think the pursuit of power is a death wish in itself if that makes oh. sense you know what yeah. i mean well, like you're gonna the, die Right, but I think it's I think it I think it's an accelerant, if you will, a conductor, if you will. Um, but yeah, I I I bet Elon Musk doesn't like it because he wants those people to get to work. But right. I do think it's interesting how everyone kind of internalizes uh, death differently, and also just like you know, actually life. I mean, I, I try to I try to like remind people all the time that life is hard and it's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? Like everything, everything that's good. I mean, I guess there's a lot of, and we've debated about this before, but I think there's a, there's beauty in the struggle or there's like a, if you work hard for something, like you said, you got a project that you're working on that's going to take another three days. Like there's some, I guess I should just ask the question. Are you more tied to projects that take longer or like that there's more like sweat equity in than the ones that were kind of easy to do? Curtis Jackson said, death gotta be easy because life is hard. It'll leave you physically, mentally, and emotionally scarred. Shout out to my nicks on the block. Okay, just no, no, hold on, hold on. Just just staying okay. with those, with those, with that, with that, with okay. that I'm sorry, uh, stanza. Sorry, yeah. All right, with that stanza, all right. The brother said that, you know, life is hard, and I get that. It'll leave you all these other things. And I feel like emotionally, physically scarred, like, there's there's a level of scarredness where the life being hard thing kind of is like un, it's the sub context it's like the under underlying thing it's like life is hard yes cool Great story you know we get it but do i want to live life with no arms no legs having to depend on people to like uh wipe me and or do i want to live life in a coma so boom so like you know life is hard but do you want to live life in a coma? And in that case, you know, the it'll leave you mentally, physically, and emotionally scarred. You know, that part of the stanza is over the life is hard stanza. And go ahead and death easy me, please. Like, let's keep going up. Death easy me. Death easy me. Like, this, the, this, the staples easy button is death. <laughs> yes. Yes. So the sweat <laughs> to your question. To your question, yes. the, the sweat equity and all the other stuff, like, yeah, I'm here for all that. I'm here for all that. But as soon as the project gets like a little too much, like when, if, it, if, it's, if it's no longer enjoyable or no longer like you talk about power and control, like if I can't control my life anymore, am I living a life? It's like a, it's a philosophy question. Like what is well, that's, life? I think, is I think that is, that's based off of what you want out of it. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't think I control 
much of my life and I'm pretty I'm like happy about it but it leads to like me being very indecisive and also like not having strong opinions on stuff and it's like that's a other a, a headache for everyone around me usually uh including you and also spent many time I, I spent 30 minutes at the gas station just looking at the candy um thinking about what I'm gonna walk out there with but is I think it depends on what you you say is is it worth the life is is that worth is that life worth living it depends on what you value out of life i think and that's what the beauty and like the individuality of of, of all this um i was going to do a, a, a drastic dumb turn um but i know i well i mean i kind of want to stay on stay on the news if you if you no stay no, on the news just real quick before you transition i want to say for the record, and to our great great grandchildren and everybody else, if Granddad is in a coma or on like oh some goodness. respirator, like some machine is keeping him alive, and y'all making the decision like, are we gonna let him live or die? Right? Like, if it's a coma, I've seen people come out of comas. So give me like five percent of my life. Like, if I've lived to like forty-four and then I'm in a coma, you know, give me four years. Give me four or five years to come out of it. Um, no, four or five no, no, years, no. Lance. No, that's I was lot. like the medical the medical yeah, yeah, bills. Yeah, yeah. No one. You gotta give like get me, let your family yeah. off of that. One year. One year. I don't yeah. even need. Give me one year. Don't, you don't need one. Literally, I, I could be like literally one whatever of, they decide. <laughs> whatever they decide. If I'm in a coma, you talk my life being hard. Like that's got to be hard. Like you said, and death is easy. Like people have come coma, out of comas. People have come out of comas like completely. You know, went on to lead and did, and did what afterwards? I lead regular lives. Eight, eight more Big Macs? Like, I don't really care. You know, go I mean, to work and do what other yeah. people do. Yeah. Or maybe not right, go to work. You probably don't, don't have to go to work. If you come out of a coma, you probably get disability for the rest of your life. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Disability, come on. though. You better disability. give me disability. With inflation, with, with, every, with inflation of every, all the things that, you know, it's getting, things are getting more expensive, like food and, and clothing because of shortages and whatnot. But here's, here's my transition that I wanted to ask you. What do you feel, or how do you feel about HBCUs? Uh, no, HBCUs are necessary. HBCUs are great and should be funded and should be attended to um, HBCUs. Uh, when Okay, I'll say that for right now and then just... The origin. You, you, I, I, I ask you because you generally have a, I don't want to put this on you, but maybe a less than positive uh, impression of four-year universities anyways. I have a just college in general. Like the structure right. that it is was white-based, right? And it was like based in whiteness and white culture and like those colleges. And I'm not saying colleges in general. PWIs. PWIs is what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about because like Timbuktu, you know, all the ancient and antiquity, all the Greeks, they all studied in Africa. There was like a whole college system and it was four years. That's where we get the four years from. If you didn't know, you had to be an apprentice or like like if you were Greek or something and you went to Africa and you like this white dude, and you like, hey, I want to learn. I want to, you know, get your knowledge. And they're like, no, 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 I don't work like that, bro. You had to like live among them and just have nothing to do with education whatsoever for two years, two to three years. And then you had another um, five years. Of- All that has to do with education. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't throw that in there. 
right, 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 right. Nothing to do with education. Living with them is the education. I actually like that number too, because and I think it's successful because I really think there's a, I think there's a full transformation within a four year time period. You know, like I think everyone talks about like everything changes every seven years, or you change every seven years. Like you know, different body, like chemistry, makeup. But I do think that like four years is a good number for like, yeah, like a, a complete. Uh, understanding of a, of a craft or understanding of a, of, of the surroundings of your surroundings. But anyways, yeah, that's, that's interesting. Um, that you said that I asked specifically because national signing day was, was yesterday. Do you remember, do you know what story I'm going to? No. What I'm talking about? Nope. National signing day is, uh, when all these high school football players that have either committed or, been on the fence about where they're going, sign their letter of intent. We had, we did National Signing Day at PRP when uh, when I signed to Notre Dame. I had committed to them for probably like it felt like a year before that. But there was a big thing in the um, in the cafeteria. Lance and I took pictures. Newspapers there. Blah, blah blah. But it's a big deal every year when it comes to like for college football specifically. Yeah. And you know NFL people pay attention to it a little bit too because it's like you know, watch out for that guy in four years. Yeah, yeah look at that. Right, or right, three, right. right. So anyways, now judging who you who, who you asked, Travis Hunter Jr., he is either the number one recruit in the nation. If you look at ESPN's poll, he's the number two recruit in the nation. He was committed to Florida State. He also had Jack, uh, Georgia on his list. Yesterday, he shocked the world by committing in signing with Jackson State, uh, HBCU in Mississippi, coached and led by Deion Sanders. And that is unheard of. It's like the biggest news in college football history. Like obviously there's plenty of NFL players that were HBCU uh, graduates, um, Deacon Jones, uh, Walter Payton, um, Jerry Rice, Michael Strahan, like oh, there's there's a list and list of people that have been successful in the NFL that were that went to HBCUs, but Walter Payton actually did go to Jackson State as well. But for a recruit in this time period now, right? George Floyd's murder, COVID, and I uh, Nash, uh, our name, image, and likeness, where pr- uh, players can profit off their off themselves. Uh, a lot, a lot of people, when name, image, and likeness came through, said it was just going to make the richer schools richer. But this is flipping everything on its head. Now, obviously, this kid could decide to transfer at any point in time once he gets on campus. But he's a he's a cornerback as well. But I think it is like monumental. It's brilliant, especially for a defensive player. Like, go to whatever competition you can and just eat human highlight tape. You know what I mean? Like, why not? So, but I, I it's no, that's beautiful. It's the paradigm shift is what's happening. It's like absolutely. I mean, and, and, and facilities thing. is all. Uh, everyone always says facilities is the biggest problem with HBCUs. I, I know a friend that went to HBCU, HBCU, shout out to Donnie, uh, and he went to Howard and then transferred to Michigan after his ju- sophomore year because he said it, he, the facilities were, were, were not up to, up to par. Um, but to think that, and I'm universalizing based on one anecdote, but to think that someone is being smart about their entire life and like the big picture of like in the importance in like trailblazing and leading away like obviously Deion Sanders had to do a lot to 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 get him there I, I imagine but 
it's just big. It's just huge. Uh, obviously, uh, I'm not obvious, but this this gentleman is black. Uh, he's from Georgia, and oh, turned yeah. away. Georgia, Georgia's number one team in the nation. Florida State is bad right now. So everybody's like, uh, yeah, no duh, he decommit from Florida State. But to to commit to HBCU, number one recruit in the nation, it's just, uh, it just changes everything oh, in the good. college football landscape. Yeah, that's why. And you know, I say that college, the HBCUs are good but um i'll really kind of stress or need to stress like they must remember what what like they started about and i feel like that's starting to happen like people were starting to realize oh okay time out we're not under the pwi umbrella we are our own thing we can be our own completely thing you're muted so your mouth is moving and i don't hear anything that's great because I stepped over you, so I'm actually glad that it happened like that. Cause, but I was saying we said PWIs earlier, predominantly white institutions is what that stands for. Yes, PWIs. You know, what I mean, it's like we were starting to go to the trend of falling under that umbrella and just kind of doing the same thing that PWIs did, and it really had HBCUs going down in the tank. Right? You heard story after story of HBCUs getting bankrupt. All this other shoot, Kentucky State. Kentucky State University, the HBCU in Kentucky, -State. they say that K State is going uh, is going bankrupt. Like we'll be we'll be bankrupt soon. Um, and like, I can hear you, but I'm going to pee. Keep and like people are closing, so I feel like, um, yeah, man, I, I feel like it's great that um, black folk are realizing the amount of power they have. Um, with each other or just as one as one person and then it's gonna open up it ain't like hbcus is discriminatory like they're gonna let all the white kids you know all you big hoss idaho cat you know you want to be on the best football team or you want to be going against the best players and they just so happen to be committing to hbcus that'll be fire what like what if you what if pwis was no longer the the earmark of success like the 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 height this is where you need to be and compete this is the level you have to compete at to make it to the league. Like what if HBCU started to be the top tiers, like all of the best, like every single person is cold on this field. Um, I'm excited about that. that. That sparks a lot of competition and that opens PWIs for the D league folk. Well, well, I was saying that it's very popular to have a white student at a HBCU because of the scholarship program. Because where African Americans get scholarship for PWIs, white people get scholarship at HBCUs, yep. and it's it's common to see a, a white football player, David Cowan. Shouts out to him, PRP. It's he, common to he see was a, a white. He went to K State on a, on a scholarship. White a black white, frat I mean. person. Go crazy. Oh yeah. Go crazy. Those videos are funny, but but you're but you're right there. The WAC is what it's or not WAC. It's called the SWAC. Uh, is the conference. And there's always been, like you said, there's always been competition there, but it's it's going to continue to improve, you know. And I think, you know, the the like you said, I think there's a level of education amongst youth of black people, like young black youth. Like I didn't know anything about HBCUs when I was coming out of. I didn't know much about the recruiting process. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a level right. of knowledge that comes with going through it as a whole. So, um, but yeah, I'm 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 happy about it. It's it's a huge move. Um, even if he, I was telling some, I was telling Michael Smith yesterday that if he would have signed to Georgia, his name wouldn't have been ringing bells like this. Like it's a very 
or if he would have signed the Florida, like it's it's smart on all parties. And this one and guy watch. who's like, this one guy who's kind of like, uh, is a sportscaster that you know they kind of teeter on the uh, Fox News takey stuff. He yeah. had a fire tweet yesterday. Fire meaning like. Uh, popular viral he said i'm glad it, he said it's funny how everybody on twitter is celebrating this athlete's worst decision of his life wow Fine. all right whatever like i love it because it's opening up um avenues for x star players right it's like Deion sanders move to go to a hbcu like that was ingenious and then not only does he have the star right. power behind the school now he has the recruiting power so all that's going to happen is a lot of these famous star athletes that finish their careers going to go ahead and get a nice comfortable coaching job at the hbcu and they name alone is going to bring people bro he was he went to florida state he was an all-star at florida state and took a top recruit from his from his alma mater they were calling this kid the next Deion sanders at florida state and Dion came in and, and got him. So imagine how many Dion, Imagine that. Imagine you get compared to an athlete, and then they pull up on you and like, "Hey, you want to come to my college?" Yes. Bro. Yes. I mean, thank you. If you're if you're smart, I mean, obviously, I would say always be careful meeting your heroes. Uh, one more sports thing. Um, um, one, oh, imagine. Go ahead, go ahead. Imagine LeBron James coaching Howard. Bro, there's. Okay, so it's funny you say that. LeBron James is his his collection, his sneakers. He's funding all the athletic apparel for FMU, FA, uh, FAMU, oh, Florida wow. Atlantic. Uh, I don't know what is it, Florida Atlantic, Florida A and M, yes. FAMU. Yes. Little the little little viper serpents or whatever. But yeah, yes. all their gear has been fire, and he's been retweeting all because this this is the first year that he's done it. So and also there's a bunch of pictures of like current NBA players that have been in the league for 10 plus years at LeBron's camp. You know what I mean? Like academy, like, you know, like just like, so like, yes, I, that's it. And I would rather see more ex athletes being coaches and not announcers. It's, I think, I think it's interesting. That's like, you almost need to do a little bit of both. Like shout out to uh, Bart Scott, uh, who kind of got me into the game of wanting to play in the NFL uh, he was a linebacker for the Ravens and my dad, uh, basically like, you know, did some important things. We, we I don't know what is legitimate, but says he took him to get his first haircut, used to walk him around and stuff like that. But Bart Scott's mom was my dad's babysitter and also his, uh, first. Um, so we were around Bart for a little bit and he is doing the announcing thing. He's at ESPN. Uh, he and Willie were doing the Jets game last Sunday on SNY Sports New York uh, station. And Willie was telling me that he might get into coaching eventually. So it's like it's it's almost like a way to stay around the game, analyzing the game to announce. But I do think like Dion did Dion did years of radio or color or media before he actually became a coach. So it may it may actually lead into each other. Y'all. So. I know you're if you're a listener and you listen to us, then Brandon just dropped a little nutshell on you that you was like, hold on, wait, say that again, right? You probably like, <laughs> you know, y'all need to go deeper on that. That don't just glaze I, over. That. I thought we, I thought we mentioned we on have the podcast never talked before. about Bar Scott and um, Daddy's. Really? Uh, yeah, we haven't, and it's fun, but I don't want to talk about it right now. I just want to keep no. going. Um, we actually, okay. it's a, it's an interesting uh, 
core day for us. It's um, rainy outside here in Louisville, um, but it's like right before start picking up kids and stuff. So I'm gonna oh, give me yeah. something to eat and uh, nice. start. I haven't eaten all well, my, day. My commute, I haven't eaten all day. My commute to pick up four kids is it takes like an hour, hour and fifteen minutes, and I hate driving and probably like one fifty. 150 a week yes i hate drive like on the open road let's do it in traffic and like having to worry about other people's driving and is that a cop yeah. and you know like all the things that can go just your wrong. general paranoia but yes, yes. I feel you. well no not even it's paranoia. dangerous it's dangerous the more you drive on like residential and highway you know city clusters the better yeah. chance you have in a, of being in an accident you know what i mean so like right. every day is a I hope I don't get into the accident today. You know what I mean? Like hope nobody is sleeping or texting and driving or, you know, drunk, or I'm not like one of the people in this like catastrophic pile up. Did you see the guy sentenced to 110 years um, in prison? I got to get, look up his name. Uh, It's a Spanish cat. Um, But he was a truck driver who rear ended somebody and it caused, I think, like 11 deaths or no four four no 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 not 11 four 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 people died four people died and 27 but he got 27 counts and was found guilty on all 27 counts and sentenced to 110 years in prison now mind you brandon he was not drunk he was not texting he wasn't under the influence he wasn't impaired in any way shape or form or sleeping or nothing um his brakes went out randomly like the brakes on his truck just went out you know and he that he's breaking down he's breaking down crying you know like it was an accident so i guess they're going to appeal it but um it's wild and just the juxtaposition and show y'all that racism is real that spanish brother that brown brother got 110 years and here there's a guy who was drunk he was watching porn and also on opioids driving a truck and killed a police officer here in louisville kentucky and i think he got i mean he got nowhere near 110 years he got like maybe maybe 50 maybe not even that like less than that wow no obviously white dude white dude yeah 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 damn oh speaking of that don't watch porn while you're driving who does that what is that go ahead keep going with it that was a part of the story that missed that. That was part of the white dude that um in Louisville who killed the police officer in his truck. He was watching porn on opioids and drunk. That is I mean that's I can't believe that that person is under the jail at this point. Thank you. 110 uh, multitasking at its worst. Go ahead. Well, now I just can't stop thinking about um something funny that was said to me once uh my girl jr we were meeting up in la to like go out to eat or something and i like had a bird scooter and i got to the restaurant early and i was legally uh smoking a marijuana cigarette when he pulled up and i had my headphones on and i was just like kind of just like bobbing out with my eyes closed when he pulled up and he walked up to me he was like what you doing brandon listening to porn Cried laughing. How could you? What is your it's funny brain who would go? That? Right, that it's was funny. so funny. Who does that? Who would do that? Just sitting there bobbing out. Listening. That would suck. That would suck. That's a reason to kid. Look, you talking about life 
No, it's hard. If you had to listen to nothing but like porn sounds, but you couldn't like like you didn't have a dick or like you didn't have any like sexual organ to to you know. Yeah. I was actually you, you you talk about this. I was literally thinking a few minutes ago that it'd be nice to have a job where you didn't have to see. Not obviously you want to be able to see, but a job where you didn't have to. Like, you know, yeah. it might be it might be something to that. It might yeah. be something to that. Uh sticking with sports uh with news that came out and I don't even know if you'll care about it, but I just wanted to mention it because it was interesting. Candace Parker. Do you know you see this? Uh Candace Parker, you know who Candace Parker is? Yes, I know who Candace Parker is. She was uh, like the first. I know who Candace. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm talking to the audience. Talking to the audience. Right, 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 right. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if Lisa Leslie was dunking or not, but I feel like Candace Parker was the first person to dunk in the U.S. Army. I mean, on the McDonald's All American game. Like she was uh, in the dunk contest with all the, and she won that dunk contest. And I've just been like just a huge fan of her since. Um, she won a. Champion WNBA championship with the LA Sparks. That's where she was out there for a long time. She just recently uh-huh. moved back to Chicago, her hometown, where she's from, Naperville, Illinois, and won a championship with the Chicago Sky in her uh-huh. quote unquote old age. Um, but early on in her career, I remember she had dated an NBA player and they have a child and who's like 14 now. So everyone just like assumed her sexual orientation, right? Uh huh. All right. Two days ago, she posted on Twitter, uh, on Instagram and Twitter, happy two-year anniversary to her and her pregnant white wife. And the internet was a buzz. I mean, people were like, you know, congratulating and stuff like that. But also it was like, wait a minute, what? Like, Candace, and like she mentioned her her daughters, like can't wait to be a big sister and stuff like that. It was just like a very hard, like, like you think you understand the world around you, but uh-huh. also shout out to her friends to keep her marriage a secret for two years. Like yeah. she's she's in some elite class of people. Like she's she's friends with uh, Vanessa Bryant, Kobe Bryant's wife, and stuff like that. So it's just it was just like, and I obviously in the comment section as soon as I see a, a interracial couple, I'm like, all right, let me get to the dirt. Who's got something to say? And uh, there was some there was some smoke. But I think everyone was just kind of whiplashed at the fact that someone who they thought was uh, a straight woman that was a you know she won MVP I think for the W this last championship and very much in the public eye and does TNT with Shaq and and all those people and it does it makes it makes no effect or difference on anyone's life. It's just like things you know. It's like oh I know that now. To um kind of go the opposite of that and talk about somebody who is who we thought they were. They are who we thought they were. Speaking of football. Actually that was Denny Green, black dude, Denny Green. He, he right. that was the press conference. Yeah. Right. Um Hitman Holler, uh a contestant or a person on Wildin' Out, he's a, a regular on Wildin' Out comedian i guess rapper uh battle rapper i think is his official title uh came out he leaked his um a, like a like a sex tape like different clips of him and his girlfriend having sex and um also doing other things and it was uh it's a buzz he trended on twitter uh for a long time and i went to my uh dark twitter page and found the video and I get the memes now because there's a lot of memes about like, you know, ooh, hit man, make me holla. Like, you know, it, oh, like people fake waving and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Get a big um, member. 
Yeah, I, it was decent. Yeah, yeah, it was decent. And then you know, well, that, that was that's the that conversation. Uh, Nick Cannon was in the in the yeah, was trending yeah, yeah. because he was showing his his meat print. Yeah. But then also also like that's literally, crazy. it was. But that's what, the funny thing about it was is whatever show he's doing, it was just stills from him opening that show and the meat print thing. But in that show, he announced that his his newest son. His newborn son passed. Yep. So it was like it was so crazy that like everybody was like, "Oh, I see why Nick Cannon got on them kids." Oh, aptly right. named Nick Cannon. He on there talking about talking about his son passing from cancer. At that's, that, that's the that's so the like, internet for you. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. The internet is the yin and yang, man. Yin and yang. Yeah, terrible. Um, but okay, so. Well, there's plenty to talk about. I always, we always finish, and I'll be like, "Dang, we didn't talk about that." Jack Harlow's in town; he's doing a tour. Um, a Got lot the of the home nights uh, play a tour. Uh, just oh, just so you guys know what's going on. Uh, bars. Jack Harlow, Jack Harlow, who's been traveling around doing bars. shows everywhere. He's he's doing a show every night uh, in Louisville venues for basically this entire week. And he just did Zanzibar. I think he's doing Zanzibar tonight, which is crazy because I've been to Zanzibar and it's like, it's, it's called like Z-bar very, now. is it? Yes, because okay. Zanzibar is racist. Oh, good. Good to know. I got, um, a, I got a 10 minute set to do at Z-Bar on Monday. Nice. What are you going to, are you going to pull out the, the, oh, gluck gluck, uh, yeah, I know. material from the first time we did? Stand up. Yeah, I, I was either going to do that and balance it out with some like super hetero um stuff, um, and then, uh, but then I'm like I'm in Z Bar, so I could probably really talk about the history of Zanzibar being a slave trade post for the Portuguese. It'd be like, you know, but they ain't not moving niggas in here. They moving burgers. That's all you get. That might that's a, that's a video game. That might so, be real. I'm gonna mix it up. I'm, there's been a yeah. lot of dicks. I feel like the 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 homophobia. Been a lot of dicks. Set, yeah, like the homophobia set would transition well with the like amount of just like heterosexual nonsense that's been going on in in, in... heterosexual nonsense. I mean, that's probably like that's a subtitle to America. I feel like, like <laughs> America heterosexual nonsense. <laughs> I'm here for it. Bing bong. Bing bong. It's been going on. Um, Yeah, so I get, so these these episodes, uh, these last, we'll finish up probably going to season two. I'm going to be in Florida for a very, very long time. So we will be coming to you via Zoom uh, multiple times. We'll get some, uh, some, some new people in here just like pop in and fuck with us every now and then. Um, just as we finish up this, this, tour of our final season we decided you know we decided episode 40 we'll do we'll finish up season one with 50 episodes you said 50 episodes 51 or you said 51 your first football number i think we should go by your football numbers like okay episode first season in the 99 next in the 99 yeah because like inflation there's like or the lack of inflation so the next season is a little less well, no 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 the next season will potent. be mine it'll be 83 or we could do oh well yeah wait, yeah yeah oh 40 yeah. was that 51 but 83 is like that's like 40 episodes from 51 i don't know i'm not good at math uh how many episodes okay. is that? it's 30 something but that's fine 20 something yeah, yeah no i guess yeah. i guess well, you're right 
Thank you all so much for yeah, tuning we'll in to the Particle Sun podcast. Uh, we love you. There was, you know, yeah, we do. You know, we appreciate you. Uh, shout out, you, shout out to shout out to Clark who, uh, yeah, who tweets at us and listens to every episode. I say every episode. We don't know how many people episodes people listening to, but he, he tweets at us when he when something resonates, and it's it's very good when you think you're throwing a podcast into the ether for s- something to come back. So. Yeah, we appreciate it for real. Appreciate that come out. And matter of fact, bro, text me. I got some uh or you know, DM me on Twitter, man, once you listen to this. I, I got say, some, you know, uh, dude. March. I got March to send to you. Do you know, dude? I think so. Yes. You do? He's got a camera on the avatar, so I really don't I really didn't know. Yeah, it might be a troll. Most no, of it's not a troll. Trolls are troll, supportive. But... He's very supportive. What's the opposite of a troll? Trolls are... Like a unicorn? That's interesting. No, there's something though. There's got to be something. I just always there's so many. We appreciate because my you time though, at Barst, the, my because of my time at Barstool, my like I'm inundated with like people that I just know are white that just have black people as avatars. So I just assumed Cameron Avatar Clark was was, but he I knew I knew he was a brother. I just, I didn't know if you, I didn't know you knew him. I didn't know you knew him. Which is good. Good. Shouts out to him. Shouts out to everybody listening. Uh, Shouts out to us for for coming to you and and and, and bringing you our raw and real, and uh, we're very excited to see you. Hopefully, because of the Zoom nature, we can come to you on a weekly basis instead of a a a bi weekly or or quarterly uh, monthly basis. Um, actually, no, quarter monthly would be weekly. Uh, but H A Twitter handle at H A C ninety eight eleven. That's the Clark dude we're talking about. And yes. Shout out to you, sir. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And yeah, what Brandon said about everything else. Hey, and what Lance said about all the rest of it, other than the, other than the things that I fundamentally disagree with. Um, thank you for listening to Particle Sons, episode forty. Uh, I hope everyone is doing well. Stay safe out there. This, the the I don't even know how to say the thing, but it's it's dangerous out here. I'm like generally sick. I don't know if you guys can hear it in my voice, but like, it's. I mean. The Omarion variant. The Omarion. The Omarion. The is getting people, man. There's been, there's like all kinds of NFL play. They, we could be getting a pause, but uh, I continue to digress. Uh, oh, yeah. You do. You do. You do. You. Bye bye.